Welcome to Get Undressed, the podcast that gets under the skin of the fashion industry. Brought to you by Dressed, the world's first luxury styling game. I'm Victoria Moss, Fashion Features Director at Dressed, and I'll be your host. At Dressed, we want to help style a new fashion era, one with inclusivity and diversity at its core, where everyone can feel represented and at home. In a year when everything has been thrown off its axis, it feels particularly important to reframe the conversation around fashion. So in each episode, I'll be interviewing a luminary figure from the fashion world and hopefully finding out what makes them tick when we ask them to take the dressionaire. We like to think of the dressionaire as a personal and stylish guide to life in all its varied forms, looking at the power of fashion and how it can be a force for good rounding out the belief that to be well-dressed is far more than the sum of your outfit. It's how you live, think and act in the world. It's a mix of questions designed to get them talking and us thinking. In today's episode, I'm really thrilled to have the extraordinary Sherry Silver as our guest. Sherry is an incredible multi-hyphenate. She's a dancer, choreographer, creative director actress, philanthropist and UN advocate for rural youth. Her YouTube channel showcasing Afro dance has 600,000 subscribers and has had over 80 million views. She choreographed Childish Gambino's powerful VMA and Grammy winning This Is America video. She's worked with Lady Gaga, Nicki Minaj, Harry Styles and with the Hadid family for their brilliant Beetlejuice homage for American Vogue. She is also an impressive voice for philanthropy in action, running community and women's programmes, championing healthcare initiatives in her native Rwanda and helming her own charity, Children of Destiny. And she's still only 26. Sherry, a very warm welcome to Get Undressed. I'm so thrilled to have you here. Thank you. It's so great to be here. Uh, How How are are you? you? I asked you first. (laughs) <laughs> you got in there quick um yeah I'm very well I'm a bit cold today because it's quite frosty but um generally good how are you yeah I'm fantastic I'm, I'm amazing and have you had quite a crazy few weeks because I saw you were in obviously I'm taking all of this from stalking your Instagram but you were in Rwanda and then have you been in hospital for food poisoning so <laughs> I went to Rwanda then on the flight coming back um I yeah, I got some f- lovely food poisoning oh. from some aeroplane fish. Oh. That somebody warned me not to eat aeroplane fish, but um, yeah, it was it was it was it was not fun, shall I oh. say? Yeah, no, it, yeah, it didn't. It didn't. I'm just it, glad but... I didn't give myself food poisoning because yeah. I teach people how to cook, and I think that's the most embarrassing thing is like <laughs> giving yourself food poisoning. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it, it wasn't your dancing cooking. No, because I and, and I hadn't cooked for like um, three weeks prior to that, so like definitely not me. <laughs> um, and how how has this year been for you? Has it been difficult to to keep dancing, to keep working? Have you been able to perform? Have you missed it? Um, I always feel guilty just saying, you know, I've I've had a really really good year. To be honest with you, um, yeah. Uh, despite you know all the terrible things that have happened this year. In my personal life, I would say it's been one of the best years of my life. Um, and then during, yeah, work-wise, I mean, you just have to adapt when the world changes if your career allows you to. Yeah. So, you know, I figured out how to be able to still work from home. 
Um, I don't have to go on set. Um, and I've, over the last few years, built relationships with directors and companies that actually trust me mm-hmm. to work from home and choreograph large projects from home. So I'm really grateful for that. Yeah. And how complicated is that to, to choreograph something when you're not there with, with everyone? Yeah, I mean, it's not it's not fantastic as I'm really hands-on. So yeah. whoever my on-ground assistant is, you know, if, if for example, I did a commercial in Egypt um, and another one in LA recently while I was in my living room yeah. in London. But, you know, sometimes I just, I want to just enter the screen and I can't yeah. <laughs> just for that yeah. one thing. So I have to just keep like, you know, calling my assistant or speaking to my assistant all the time which is great because then it helps me develop communication skills yeah Um, you just have to take everything in a positive way and then the opportunities that have fallen through I mean you know they must have not been for me otherwise I always believe God would have let me have what was mine yeah so you can't you can't ponder it too long yeah and tell me a little bit about because you've just come back from Rwanda where it was the twins birthday um the baby girls twins that you're supporting can you can you tell me a little bit about them um and about your trip yeah um so Precious and Sophia um are the little baby twins um that I got to name Uh, they sadly lost their mum last year so I just um I just felt that God wanted me to help look after them until they're able to look after themselves. So I guess until 18. So um, it's been a year now. um, And I thought, you know, we've come so far, so far with them. So had to do a big party. Well, we couldn't do a big party because of COVID. But the decorations were really big and exciting. (laughs) My best friend flew out and helped me decorate everything. And then with uh, just Rwanda, it was a mix of um, pleasure as well as, you know, charity. So we went to the safari, we went to the rainforest, the waterfalls. We had a great time, to be honest. Yeah. And it was the first time I've traveled in so long. And, you know, I had, I used to travel sometimes three times a week. Yeah. Wow. And this is, this is the first time in like six, seven months. And did it did it feel good to get out and, and escape, see some different things? It was great. It was just the process of leaving, taking the test, and then arriving in Rwanda, you know, taking a test, quarantining for a day. Then before leaving Rwanda, taking the test, because Rwanda is really taking, you know, precautions. And that's, yes. that's why their cases are, you know, probably so low and the death rate. Yeah, they've done well. Yeah, everywhere in Rwanda, you have to wear a mask, even on the street. Mm, Like, we went into a village and I saw a farmer on his own wearing a mask in his farm. brilliant. I was like, what? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's amazing. Um, And tell me a little bit about Children of Destiny um, and the work you do and and kind of how, how you sort of came to set it up. So, yeah, it's always just been a developing thing. I mean... I started charity work around age nine when I lost my um, cousin from malaria um, after like three days. So I just thought about age nine, like I'm going to end world malaria by giving out (laughs) mosquito nets to everyone. So I just started raising a little bit of money by selling cakes and mosquito nets. Then when I gave them to um, 
somebody, I remember the few people, they were really excited. And I was thinking it's just a mosquito net. But that was kind of the moment for me that showed me like every little helps. And since then, I've just wanted to do more and more. And then obviously with Children of Destiny. Um, so my charity is called Wall Rebuilders in the UK and Destiny Rebuilders in Rwanda. Then Children of Destiny is under both of those. It's the children's department that, you know, I just want to make sure all children get to have an education. I think they deserve it. Healthcare is is necessary and some parents can't give that to their children. So sometimes that's not their fault. I want to provide that too. So it's just about making sure that children have the best quality of life in Africa. Wonderful. That's it's incredible. Um I think Sorry, that know. was my alarm telling oh, me. Oh, I do I don't even know what it's telling me to do. It's ten eighteen. <laughs> what am I supposed to do at ten eighteen? Just checking in on you, making sure everything's all right. Yeah, I've started this new organization thing where I set timers for everything. But this was not part of it. <laughs> <laughs> get started um and i can take you through our dress generic if you're ready yeah i'm always ready perfect um did you find the entertainment and fashion world an easy or hard place to get into great question um i i uh, i guess it is a very difficult place to get into i mean i'm really really grateful to be able to be working with publications you know such as vogue and in style and i mean I've I've been able to work with a, a lot of large fashion uh, publications, but you really have to work hard to show that you're serious about your business for them to notice you. And I think sometimes people get lost in just trying to be noticed instead of focusing on just being authentic and different and trusting that God will put you where you need to be put, if that makes sense. Yes, doing the work. Doing the work, but I guess... It's that period of being noticed, isn't it? That is is a drag sometimes. And just watching other people succeed and, you know, you waiting. But I say be patient um, and keep going. Don't give up just because people aren't noticing you. Yeah. Um, What's been the most useful career advice you've been given? Oh, wow, that's great. Um, Who gives... Anything. Oh my gosh, I gotta be quick <laughs> with this, right? I, I would say just being loyal and doing everything with excellence. That's true. That's that's the one I give. Do everything with excellence. Yeah. And my mom always says, "Be loyal." Yeah, because then people will trust you and come back to you. Yeah, that makes sense. And who inspires you the most in the industry? Ew, I don't want to be corny and say childish Gambino. But I I love him and his whole team. They inspire me because they say they basically encourage me to do authentic things as opposed to doing things um, for clout, shall I say? Yeah. And uh, once Fam, his manager, said, uh, "Do something f- for the sake of achieving it, as opposed to like worrying about who's gonna who's gonna watch it." Yeah, that's clever. Yeah, so if something doesn't get views, I'm not going to sit at home, you know, eating ice cream and then like, what am I going to do to get views tomorrow? Oh, my God. You know, because like we could I could be out here like, oh, my gosh, I need another video that's going to get 
you know, 700 million views. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and then you're not enjoying yourself anymore. Yeah, exactly. Um, and who has helped you the most? God. Oh, my goodness. The Lord is my shepherd. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. Um, I have to put God first just because I know that I pray a lot and I wouldn't be anywhere without him. Um, and then, oh, this is so corny. You know, my mom, she's been keeping me grounded, you know? <laughs> and obviously, my agent, Emily, and um, Donald Glover's team, those they, they've just all gone so far for me. They've gone so, so hard for me. And what's been your most glamorous moment? Oh, my gosh. Oh. Oh, uh, oh, I want to say, I'm sorry. It has to be the Diamond Ball, the first one I went to. Oh. I had this amazing, amazing, massive dress. It was just beautiful and blue. And um, I'm not going to slaughter the name of the brand. <laughs> it's just very, very long and beautiful. Yeah. Someone's going to kill me when they hear this. <laughs> Do you enjoy that getting dressed up in, you know, putting on the big dress and doing the kind of fancy looks? Oh, yes. Jean-Baptiste Davel. Oh, gosh. Please, I hope I said that right. Oh, Jean-Baptiste Valley. Oh, I said it wrong. Oh, my gosh. No, it's there. It's, there. it's there. It's there. It's a, it's a long it's I'm a not long French. one. Don't worry. Okay. Uh, <laughs> well, I okay, so I love um I love getting dressed up. I love it so much. My stylist is called Brit and uh, I like not giving her a guide and just letting her pick things and you know being surprised because I trust her. And yeah. then I love just being able to go back to a village in, you know, somewhere in Africa or Mexico and just not having to bother and just hanging out with the local people in the village and I just like being both of those people. Yeah. Yeah. And what's been your least thrilling moment? Uh, oh my goodness. Uh, this year I lost uh, three dancers, passed away. Yeah, one that used to be my dance group. And then two of, the, of my dance friends. And they're all Afrobeat dancers. So oh, that really gosh, I'm so sorry. sucked a lot. Yeah, yeah it's all right. It's, it's not nice. And can dance change the world? Dance can change the world. It's a form of movement, but it's also a movement. So, you know, I, I love seeing people like diversity using their platforms just for activism, to be honest. And um, I've definitely had my fair share of that as well. And how do you think, to, to sort of as a way of bringing people together, I guess, and that's yes. the sort of power of it and the spirit of it? Yeah, it brings people together. But even when you're alone and you're down, you can just turn on a, euph a euphoric song and just let yourself go. And how much time? How much time do you do you dance? Oh, in a in a, good... a day to yourself to just you know. So if I'm moving? cooking, you know, I I usually dance, even when I'm alone, just because yeah, it makes it more fun. Uh I wish I could say the whole day, but some days I just I just lay in bed and don't <laughs> dance. <laughs> it varies. <laughs> and what does being well-dressed mean to you? Being well-dressed to me uh, means feeling good when you look in the mirror. Because there's feeling good and then you're in your pyjamas because you're cosy. That's 
what I like. Yeah. But I know that I'm not necessarily well, well dressed. But then you can get really dressed up and then look in the mirror and you you don't like it, even though you're wearing the most amazing outfit. Yeah. So it's just about what makes you smile when you look at yourself in the mirror. What piece in your wardrobe makes you feel confident? Ooh. <laughs> um, my boxing sneakers. Ah, it's a good one. <laughs> yeah, they just they just make me feel confident. They're so cozy. These Nike boxing sneakers, and I know that I'm not going to fall over. But by the way, don't ask me why I wear boxing sneakers. <laughs> they just look really nice. I don't know how to box. They look cool. No, I like I like a boxing shoe. Boxing's good though. I've done it a couple of times. It's really fun. Me too. Ages ago, I'm not good at it. Yeah. It's good for getting getting out your aggression though, or getting out anything you're thinking in your head. Ugh, yeah, I don't Pound have it much. out. <laughs> oh, I don't have much. That's what ice cream is for. That's true. That's true. Um, and what do you put on to? What makes you happy? Um, what do I put on that makes me happy? Yeah, uh, I like interchanging wigs. That's fun. A blue one just changes my mood quickly. Um being blonde and next week I'm going to try a pixie cut yeah that makes me really happy um, <laughs> and what was the last thing you bought yeah, what was the last thing I bought oh a phone tripod holder but if we're talking clothes um I received a gifting uh, I can't remember when I last bought clothes that's really bad isn't it well, not necessarily. What was I've your been gift? so spoiled with giftings that it's like, <laughs> why buy clothes? <laughs> What's your strongest childhood memory? Mm. I mean, it depends what you class as a child, because I think I'm a child still. I was saying like before five, before 10, before 18. Uh, yeah, I guess I guess kind of under ten. Your the sort of your strongest um, something that that really reminds you, I guess, of being a little kid. Yeah, moving to the UK that was that was so cool. Learning how to use traffic lights and just that big change in my life. Yeah, how old yeah. were you? Five. Ah, oh, so little, yeah. little. And what do you always have with you? Well, I always have my phone, obviously which has my Bible in it. It's my favourite book. I always have, uh, that's it, yeah, my bank card. Yeah. <laughs> and I I would like to start having my diary with me as well. Now I'm trying to lead a more organised lifestyle. Do you have a, like a paper diary? Like an old yes, I've actually gone out and bought a paper diary. Very good. Um, what do you always forget? Everything. <laughs> if my head wasn't attached to me honestly um that's why I, I bought a paper diary now <laughs> <laughs> and how would your family describe you I think my mom would say crazy but that's not that's not a fair description <laughs> uh oh, yeah just active active definitely and busy and uh, busy doesn't mean like working by the way it just means like being I can be walking around in a house doing nothing as long as I'm busy or yeah. feel busy <laughs> and do you always feel confident 
time? No, not all the time. But nobody knows. So as long as I always look confident, because sometimes nobody cares if you're confident or not. You just have to sell whatever you're selling, you know, as long as you're confident in it, even though you're not confident in the room you're standing. Yeah, as long as you're confident in yourself and what you're you're doing in the room. Exactly. Yeah. If you're not confident in what you're doing, then you shouldn't be wherever you're going to. Yeah. (laughs) And how do you feel when you're the centre of attention? I just love it. I, I'm joking. Um, <laughs> it's cute. It's cute. It's all right. <laughs> but sometimes I get a bit shy. Like, okay, guys, let's talk about you now. Enough about me. And do you always believe in yourself? Nah, I don't, honestly. But I'm so blessed to have people that believe in me more than I, I have believed in myself in the past. That's really important. And what makes you feel vulnerable? Um, wearing my heart on my sleeve because I wear my heart on my sleeve and then you know explaining a new project to somebody that might not make sense to them because they might not see how it is in the long run the fear of rejection (laughs) the fear of pain and what's your favorite movie um man I don't even have a favorite movie anymore i used to i don't have one anymore okay um what's your favorite movie um what is my favorite movie that's good that's tricky turning it around um (laughs) gotta stay on your toes (laughs) (laughs) oh god now i can't think of anything okay i watched the sound of music the other day and i absolutely loved it i mean that's a good one that's always a good one what song always makes you dance? Which I appreciate is probably quite hard for you to pick just one song. All of them. I'm joking. Um, <laughs> there's a song by Jermaine Edwards called Follow You. That song, as soon as it comes on, I'm doing the gully creeper. <laughs> <laughs> That's a move. And what's your favourite room at home? Ah, come on. You know, it's my bathroom the one in my room I love that room I can be in there doing nothing I can just be in there cleaning for fun I <laughs> oh, no but then my room I love my bedroom this is how I am with picking what to eat as well I have <laughs> pasta no no rice no cornflakes <laughs> you know it's fine water water will do <laughs> <laughs> and where do you get your best ideas uh just randomly I'll see something and be like why didn't I do this version of that and are you a morning person um now I am thanks to my new diary but really I'm (laughs) I, I like to wake up in the morning and clean but when I wake up not when I'm woken up by an alarm yes yeah waking up naturally exactly do you procrastinate yeah but that's why I have a diary now (laughs) (laughs) I hate that that is the worst thing in life procrastination will eat your dreams like a salad (laughs) and what's the most extravagant thing you've ever done oh yeah for me well when you say extravagant let me get the correct 
Let me let me get the correct question. Just elaborate before I answer though. Um, well, it could be extravagant as in something that you've bought or something that you've done. It doesn't have to be something that's cost a lot of money, but maybe it's... Um... Oh, I hear you. I think it was definitely the year, uh, not the last Diamond Ball, the one before, where I wore that massive uh, Jean-Baptiste Velli dress. It was, the train was at least six inches long. No, six feet. Six, six feet, feet long. Yeah. <laughs> and... Bear in mind, this is an event with a lot of people and people were like, excuse me, do you mind if I can step over your dress? Like, uh. It was so big. And then when my manager was coming to the table, I, I'm not lying. I tried to hide the train under the table because he'll be <laughs> like, Sherry, this is not your wedding or your birthday. <laughs> Why, Why are you doing this? And then he, he caught me hiding it under the table. That was definitely the most <laughs> extravagant thing I've done. And how, how do you enjoy those kind of, those big events? Oh, they're so much fun. Just, you know, making friends and just hanging out. It's, I miss being in in front of people, my goodness. Yeah. Yeah, are those the kind of moments you've missed this year? They sort of... Um... I have missed those moments so much, honestly. You can't do an online ball, can you? No. It's just... No. dry isn't it yeah, it, yeah there's just yeah, some things the that need to be in person yeah and what do you do to relax well I would hope that sleeping is the thing that we all do but then um I also go for massages it's like my favorite thing to yeah. have someone rubbing my body um and what keeps you up at night um all the people I've killed. I'm joking. I've never done that. Uh, what keeps me up at night? Nothing. Unless I'm working. Me, I'm a great sleeper, my dear. Are you? Yeah, people should actually pay me to teach them how to sleep. That is I am- can sleep I don't anywhere. Think- that's amazing. I don't think anyone says that. I can literally sleep anywhere. Because I've had to learn not to sleep through alarms, obviously. Yeah. For the sake of my 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 life I have to not. <laughs> but if otherwise I can I can sleep in a party amazing so you just go to bed clock and that's it you're out yeah it's oh, so good I'm jealous um planes everything oh cars oh cars are the best that's a good skill especially on a plane yes especially and what's your favorite dish to cook um I love making rasta pasta it's this um oh it's this amazing creamy pasta with jack sauce and mm-mm, shrimp and chicken <laughs> yum when i'm making it my belly's singing like oh we're almost at the end we're almost at the end we're almost <laughs> there come come down come down and what's the best lesson you've learned so far in your life um be kind, be kind, please be kind. You can't go wrong with being kind. And people say, oh, you can get used. God will always repay you. And you don't have to revenge anybody. I've, I've really learned. And how ambitious are you? I'm really ambitious. I don't think anything is off out of reach. Although sometimes I may not believe in myself, but I, I do have a fairy tale um, mindset where I still believe things are possible 
it's just how do we get there yeah do you plan if you've got kind of a list of of what you want to do or what you want to get done um yeah I have a 10 year and uh five year goal yeah goal list or is it three year goal list yeah that's good it's really important isn't it yeah I think so well I think if, if you you know if you want to achieve certain things it's it's um you know you've got to set it out for yourself I think yeah and if you have a sat nav when you're driving somewhere it also helps you to get the best route as well if you yeah. know exactly where you're going you can probably get there quicker than guessing where the traffic is and when it's where it's not and what advice would you give to someone who sort of looked at you and, and wanted to be doing what what you're doing I'd say be you and everything you do do it with excellence or just don't bother don't what <laughs> bother <laughs> <laughs> what's your favorite game solitaire come on mm, classic too much time on the plane but I love it and what's your favorite cheap thrill Poundland my goodness have you, do you know that shop yeah that's my, my daughter loves shop. it we have to go in all the time I love that shop so I can't just walk past Poundland you know <laughs> and it's really embarrassing because like obviously you know obviously I shouldn't, shouldn't nah I love Poundland <laughs> there's always something there's always something mm. that shop makes me Not so happy <laughs> i go in there with like a thousand pounds worth of st- I, I come out with like a thousand pounds worth of stuff but it's okay because it was all a pound you know <laughs> <laughs> um, and what has this year taught you good and bad uh this year's taught me um the good thing is adapt with change you yeah. know don't let change kill your dreams my love um it's okay to have time off and relax and I I realized that that's really important as well family time my goodness I love my family so much I knew I loved them but now that I've been able to spend so much time with them I love them even more yeah and just always um just always staying positive no matter what Mm. but I had COVID did you I did it's a secret <laughs> but now I'm finally telling people because it's been so long since uh. I tested and um yeah I just I, I just had to keep a positive attitude did you have it badly were you quite poorly it wasn't great yeah, yeah. it wasn't great but the food poisoning was worse okay <laughs> <laughs> but I, I refused to panic oh my god yeah I'm gonna die I'm gonna go to the hospital no like Okay, I woke up in a pool of sweat. It's not great. Great, I can't smell and taste. I think that was the saddest part. Apart from all the like headaches and coughing. Yeah. The the loss of taste was so sad, man. Yeah, that's really hard. Has that come back? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think after about three weeks or two weeks, I got the taste back. The smell came quite quickly. But I, I honestly had worse symptoms than my friends who had it. Yeah, they yeah, just, it really depends. just had like loss of smell and taste. That was it. But her, she had hers for ages, <laughs> like a month plus. Gosh. And what um what have you got coming up? Because obviously we're we're nearly at the end of this year. Um, what are you sort of what have you got planned for next year? Oh, we have so much planned for next year. Um, uh, you know, half the time I'm not allowed to say anything. Cause yeah. It's all top secret information. But I do have a Christmas 
commercial that I just choreographed that's coming out um, hopefully next month for a really big uh, company. Then um, there's a movie I'm working on that I've choreographed. And then just more exciting developments with Dance and Cook. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Be excited, my people. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And what's your top tip for, for dancing and cooking at the same time? Set timers so that you don't get too carried away in the music and yeah. then burn things <laughs> <laughs> and cook things that you like, but also cook new things, you know, go on my page, pick out something completely random from a random part of the world and try it out. You might be blown away. Now we've just got our, um, our little quick fire round, if you're ready. Okay. So quick answers. Yeah. Um, Scrabble or chess? None. Okay, Scrabble. Monopoly or Cluedo? Oh my gosh, Monopoly. Running or swimming? Swimming. Oh, date! Yoga or Pilates? Pilates. Croissant or scrambled eggs? Oh, none of them. Oh, that's so boring. Boring, boring. (laughs) Oh, okay, fine. Croissant. (laughs) diamonds or pearls diamonds sneakers or heels Ah! sneakers yeah i'm not going anywhere in heels am i to the shops (laughs) you could do i mean (laughs) (laughs) on stage or on set on stage (laughs) (laughs) Guara Guara or Hip Duke? <laughs> Guara Guara all day. <laughs> lip lip gloss or lipstick? Lip gloss. Gold or silver? Gold. Don't tell anyone. <laughs> Brilliant. Oh, Sherry, thank you so so much. It's a pleasure to have you on Get Undressed, and uh, yeah, have a wonderful Christmas. Um, thank and you. I'm excited to see what comes next year. And now I'm going to go and get dressed. Thank you for listening to Get Undressed, the podcast brought to you by Dressed, the world's first luxury styling game, which is available to download now from the App Store. And if you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe to Get Undressed via your preferred podcast platform. Listold.